questions are these. How are producers like you, who did not get hand-selected as a new all-star on an established record label, able to get music into the hands of true fans while taking your career to the next level? How are we able to take our tracks and projects we believe in out into the world for pay and still stay true to our creative vision? These are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kay Brown and this is You're With The DJ, co-hosted by Nikki Berry. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of You're With The DJ. On our last episode, we talked with Marty and Garrett from Spybar about changes resulting from COVID, online streaming, and more. This episode, we'll talk with one of my favorites in Chicago, Bop City Beats, about House on Polina, new advice for artists, and more. So, I think a good place to start would be um, just talking about how you ended up falling in love with music. For sure. So, I feel like music has been... I mean, music has been like a big part of my life ever since I was a child. You know, I think um, I mean, my dad worked as like an auto mechanic. And so in his shop, he was always playing music. So the music I was most open to, my dad's side was, you know, like classic rock, you know, so it was like ACDC and Led Zeppelin and anything else that came from that era. And then we listened to country and in, uh, in the car with my mom, you know, mm-hmm. so we listened to old country for oh, George Strait, you know, <laughs> um, you know, Johnny Cash, things like that. And um, so music was always around, you know, but music, I think for me, like once I, you know, got into junior high school and high school, like, you know, that was like early to mid nineties, you know, so like there was such a big clash of music happening between, you know, hip hop and grunge and, and, and honestly just pop music in general. So it was always around, it was a big piece of my life. I played a lot of sports too. So we'd always listen to music before sports. Um, so that's kind of really where it came from. And when I got into college, you know, I started getting into radio. Um, I ended up being like a radio major. I was like a mass communications guy. So I spent most of my time in the radio studio. And and then from there, it kind of really took off. Like music became like a really big part of my life all the time. I always had music on in the back room, you know, like I was constantly making mixtapes. I was constantly (laughs) buying, you know, moved to San Francisco, you know, I started buying vinyl and, you know, started DJing. Um, so yeah, I think that was it. You know, it was just I felt like music was just sort of like the soundtrack to your life, and there was always the right appropriate song for any moment, whether you were in a breakup or you know, or you were playing a sport or you were just going for a cruise. You know, like music's always served like a really amazing purpose for me, and I think that's why I fell in love with it. Yeah, awesome. <clears throat> absolutely, that definitely makes sense. Um, what artists would you say have had the greatest influence on you over time? It's a good question. There's so many, you know, I think um, <laughs> as I think about like soul and funk music, you know, as a, work a huge part of my life. So, I mean, obviously like James Brown, you know, Prince Michael growing up, you know, I spent a lot of time watching a lot of, you know, Prince and Michael Jackson videos and practicing dance moves and right. things like that. Um, Don't you know, lie, as you like, still do. Yeah, I still do a little bit of that. Don't lie. Still practicing a little bit in front of like, uh, in front of the mirror. That's how I we get better, it. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and then I think, you know, hip hop was, hip hop's always had like a really like dear place in my heart. And obviously so does house music as well. But hip hop was like the first set of music I found like on my own by myself mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. wasn't introduced to me. So, 
you know, in junior high and high school, you know, like digital underground, like some West Coast mm -hmm. music, you know, obviously like Tupac, the far side, you know, was a mm -hmm. big part of my life. Um, I loved a lot of East Coast hip hop too, you know, so Biggie and Nas, you know, Talib Kweli, Mostef. Um, those are some of the biggest things, you know, again, yeah. outside of like what I grew up listening to, like, you know, like ACDC and The Who. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think as I've like really grown, you know, dear to, to house and techno, you know, there's obviously a lot of new artists now that are that are pretty amazing. Um, you know, from Definitely. so many artists in Detroit and Chicago, um, you know, disco is kind of like where I've, I've felt like my little sweet spot, you know, in terms of what I love. So um, obviously like sort of like the disco era of like Giorgio Moroder, you know, Donna Summer, mm -hmm. and then also artists that make art, like make disco now, like Armin von Helden, people like that. Definitely, definitely. What advice would you give musicians early on in their careers? Like one or two things. That sure. You would... Yeah, you know, I think for me, you know, I think um, one, it's just important, I think, to spend as much time, you know, I think just like digging into music and learning as much as possible. You know, I think that once I discovered that, you know, in, in terms of DJing, like I just, I, I, you know, began wanted to connect the dots as much as possible. You know, mm -hmm. like I, for me, it's always been about being around a large group of people and hearing music and seeing what fits together and just the emotion that kind of pulls out of it. And so I think I, I always try to spend some time, you know, in music where you're, where you're uninterrupted. Uh, with, mm -hmm. with with visiting with music in general, you know? So like, even if you are just practicing an instrument or anything else, trying to do that where you're not, you don't have any distractions. Like you're not looking yeah. at your oh, phone. That's easy to do right now. Nobody has any excuses <laughs> yeah. right now. You know, <laughs> like I think it's, okay. you just, it, it, as you think about it, you just don't spend a lot of time just doing one thing in general. Yeah, you know, true. like your, your, your mind can drift into something else. And so if you can really give yourself a chance, you know, whether that's every day or once a day or, you know, a couple times a week where you just spend time doing that, like you're not doing anything else, you're not multitasking anything else, I think you'll find, you know, like one, I think your skill will continue to grow. I think two, I think you'll find some creativity you to unlock that you may not be able to get a chance to. Yeah. Um, you know, just take some chances and try other stuff too. I think for me when it comes to DJing, I obviously appreciate and love a lot of music. Most of the music that I DJ now is, is house music or mm -hmm. is somewhere um, on the electronic side, disco, funk, soul, stuff like that. But, you know, I think that it's important to sort of like listen to other music, you know, that's mm -hmm. outside of those genres. I think it just frees your brain up to, you know, be more effective and impactful. Like when you're, if you're, if you're producing and you're making music, you know, like I, um, you know, if you're, if, if I'm constantly listening to electronic music, after a while for me personally, it starts to become like noise, you know, like it, it all starts to sound kind of the same if you're just really, really listening to a lot of it. So I think it's good mm -hmm. to give yourself a little bit of a break. You know, like I have music that I always go to that I almost know so well that I could like put it in the background. It's usually like 90, like nineties hip hop is it, yeah. you know? So if I need something to get me into a better mood, like, I think it's really good to break the, um, hmm. for me, it's like, it's like called like, um, I'm sort of going to make it a comparison to like, um, like mental health or, you know, physical health. It's all about yeah. breaking the, breaking the loop, you know? Mm -hmm. So like if you're going through some sort of like pain, you know, or you're going through some sort of frustration, you got to break the loop in general because like yeah. your brain starts to program to however you're feeling in general. And if you don't get out of that, then like it will be hard. Like it, it's even once you start to get better, like your brain is so programmed to doing that, that it, it, will, it would be hard to recover from it. So yeah. anytime I feel like I kind of get stuck in a loop, you know, I try to do something that 
is going to break that loop, you know? So like I watch something super, super funny. Like I'll watch the movie How High. Like I've watched the movie How High like 30 <laughs> times, you know? Cause like it immediately puts me, it's it uh, inadvertently and involuntarily makes me happy and makes me laugh, you know? I listen yeah. to 90s hip hop. I like the same playlist and it will always put me in a better mood. And sometimes I'll be listening to it and it'll make me think about something differently in terms of DJing, in terms of electronic mm. music. So I think it's good to, you know, if you really feel like you're kind of spinning in circles, you know, to, to sort of break the loop, you know, yeah. and, and break the loop with stuff that you're super familiar with, but like something else that's different. You know, I listen to a lot of like instrumental music during the week, um, you know, like classical music or like even more like artists, contemporary artists that make sort of like classical music or multi-instrumentalists like um, Olafur Arnolds, you know, who is... Um, you know, a guy that's from, from Iceland, who's like an amazing multi-instrumentalist, Grand Brothers. And so I think it's, for me, I enjoy those peaks and valleys because it makes mm -hmm. me enjoy whatever it is that I'm doing more when I'm not listening to Yeah, that makes sense. It's nice to, you know, what to, you know, what you can branch out into. I feel like it takes people a long time to figure that out when they get stuck in a rut too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just come from like a lot of trial and error. You know, exactly. like I think it's easy to want to get one thing done, but like once you hit this point where you're just bumping into too many bumps in the road, you can't yeah. seem to get around it. Like you sort of have to like reset the energy. Like, all right, yeah. whatever I've been doing right now isn't working. Sometimes you just got to mm -hmm. set it down. Like there's, yeah, there's times where I've gone months and months without feeling creative, you know? Wow. And I feel like you just have to hit a point where like sometimes you just can't force it. You know, mm -hmm. like you just have to set that down and give your brain a break, give your like sort of like your emotions a break too, and and wait for that inspiration to come back or try to find it in other ways. You know, mm -hmm. like if music could be like, sometimes music becomes too much and I just like, I gotta like shut it off, you know? And so <laughs> like I go to like listening to Bucks on Type, Tape, you know, or listening to podcasts or just reading, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, but that's, it's taken a lifetime, I think, to get to that point and I think that now it becomes more of an active exercise. I'm like, okay, I'm bumping into some problems here. Like, I'm going to try to do this, you know. Yeah. Or if you start finding some inspiration in a place you haven't found it before, then it's like unlocking this whole new, new gym, and mm -hmm. it's sort of like a sort of a rabbit hole you kind of want to dig down. So, That's definitely. I want to go ahead and just thank Juno for being an absolutely important contributor to this series, um, as well as always positively impacting my musical tastes. Um, when Nikki and I were working on the transition sounds and trying to figure out how to really bring our idea to life, I described to Juno what I was imagining in my mind about the transition sounds, like the needle dropping on vinyl, and just the kind of hiss and crackle. I originally went through so many sounds on Splice and all of these other sample uh, sites and subscription platforms, and I could not get the right texture of the sound that we were really looking for. We got a hold of Juno, and he actually went ahead and created our transition sounds for us. So every single episode, we get to go ahead and use sound that really reflects like the vision that we really had for the series. And I want to thank him so much for having that vital role 
it's something that was really influential in being able to bring our vision to life. And we really, really appreciate him. Tomorrow, on uh, June 19th, we actually will be highlighting a House on Polina artist, uh, Pete Quest, as some of you may be familiar, over on our Fade in Fridays show. So we highly suggest going ahead and checking that out. Um, he'll be, we'll be playing his mix from his most recent appearance at Spy Bar, where he opened for Danny Kolk. Thank you all for listening. Uh, for those of you that have been leaving us ratings and reviews and sharing the show with your friends. For those of you that want to go behind the scenes and learn more about the show as well as about how we're helping artists, you can find us on our uh, Facebook group, which is link.fadenetwork.com slash YWTDJ. Um, and go ahead and request to join our Facebook group. Thank you for taking time out of your day to share in the love of music. Until next time.